Hello and welcome to Dungeon Regular, a show about modules, adventures, and dungeons. I'm Nova, also known as Idle Cartulary, and I'm reading through Dungeon Magazine one module at a time. I'll summarize that module, talk about its strengths and weaknesses, and then talk about a few interesting things about it that could be used at the table or impact your own homebrew design. Today I'm going to talk about Blood on the Snow by Thomas M. Kane in issue number 3, January 1987. Blood on the Snow is an interesting combination between Arctic survival and murder mystery, with the player characters tasked with identifying a traitor amongst a large group of hunters. With only one key location, a large wilderness map, a timeline of mysterious events, a lot of NPCs, and very little expected combat encounters, it would do well with any system that supports a wilderness travel closely, such as Pariah, or with a lighter system that doesn't expect a lot of combat encounters, like Can. The player characters join a party of NPCs on a two-week hunting trip, and each day a different event or two occurs, providing them with exposure to the various NPCs and dripping clues throughout the period. This has a huge amount of potential as a module structure, and I find it pretty inspiring. However, the timeline is six pages long and is written in prose, and it appears intended to be used in conjunction with the hunting party section, the wilderness map, and the wilderness travel rules, which are scattered throughout the module. I don't think I could use a timeline this long with this much complexity. How can we reconcile these two things? I think that a lot of these timeline encounters would be better positioned as random encounters, as the timing of them doesn't appear to be clues as to the identity of the trader. The module uses the Dungeon Master's Guide's Arctic Random Encounter Table, with some modifications, and transferring these encounters into the Random Encounter Table would make the timeline far more usable. Really, something that should provide the spine for the adventure should be less than six pages long, in my opinion, a maximum of a spread, realistically, for me to be able to use it without modifying or transcribing it completely. 2. Wilderness Travel Wilderness travel is a difficult nut to crack, particularly for a GM who doesn't hike in the terrain being described themselves. The issue really is that the rules tend to focus on hazards and dangers in the wilderness, rather than ways to make the day-to-day -day activity of travelling, or in this case hunting, interesting at all. You really need a huge amount of micro-encounters to make the nitty-gritty of travel interesting, and Blood on the Snow does not provide that. But you could look for a module like Atop the Wailing Dunes for an example of a product that does this with some success. I suspect that, in fact, this module is supposed to be structured around vignettes of interactions with the NPCs rather than about the wilderness travel itself. But the structure of the module doesn't sell it that way, and in part that's likely due to the reliance on AD&D as a basis for the module. It might have been better had the wilderness been more hex-specific or broken up into sub-hexes with a weighty encounter table and for the timeline to a focus on the specific characters and what suspicious things they did on those days, rather than spelling out the wilderness travel in the specific hazard-based manner. 3. The NPCs Honestly, there's so much good writing in the NPCs of this module that I get disappointed in the poorly written ones. They happen to be the key characters. The pattern I see in this module is that the briefer incidental characters, the sealers, are actually terse, punchily written, and would be a lot of fun to play. The trader and the few characters who are masquerading as part of the group, just as the players are, are described at length, and because the descriptions focus on their role in the plot and their complex backstories, you get less of a sense of who they are. Most of the minor characters have relationships with each other, conflicts or otherwise. 
This is the best written module in Dungeon Magazine so far when it comes to facilitating interesting social interactions. 4. Significant Downtime The module opens with a suggested entire month of preparation in a well-keyed town, Winterwolf. You're clearly meant to spend a lot of time exploring the space, as well as learning the skills to go out hunting in the Arctic wilderness. It's simply fascinating to me to open such a module with a bunch of downtime, and it's really interesting, but I'd have loved some guidance as to what this month was supposed to look like, rather than it be simply free play, as Blades in the Dark would call it. I suggest, if I ran this, that choosing one skill to practice each week and one place to investigate per player might be a good place to start, but having not played in this module, I'm not sure if that might doom the player characters to not having enough information if they choose to investigate the wrong locations. This is the kind of stuff that the author should be providing support for, in my opinion. Number five, a conclusion. Honestly, this is a very anticlimactic module. You simply inform your boss of your suspect, he gets questioned with a truth spell, and you either get rewarded for getting it right or not. Come on, where's my desperate confrontation with the traitor? Don't end your campaigns like this, please. That's Blood in the Snow in a nutshell. I hope that you'll join me for the next episode of Dungeon Regular. If you have any questions, please reach out. I'm on Twitter, Blue Sky, and Mastodon at Idle Cartulary, and I write reviews and blog at playfulvoid.game.blog. If you'd like to support Dungeon Regular, please visit my Kofi at co-v forward slash idlecartulary. You can make a one-off donation or become a member. Members get free copies of Dungeons Regularly, my Xena Blank Dungeon Maps, with tables and lists to help you populate them. They are prioritised for their questions to be included in Dungeon Regular Mailbag episodes. They can make suggestions for future bathtub reviews, and get to see bathtub reviews a week in advance on my Kofi before they get published. Our theme song is an extract from Turning the Page by Kurt Cosimo on the Free Music Archive, used under a Creative Commons licence. Thank you for listening to Dungeon Regular.